This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 182 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1991. Step by Step premiered on ABC on September 20th, 1991 at 8.30 p.m. A reliable part of ABC's TGIF until that brand finally collapsed in the late 90s. It came from, of course, the Miller-Boyett factory, and as we will see, was pieced together to attract an audience. It was more assembled than created. Patrick Duffy, just coming off Dallas, plays Frank, a divorced contractor with three kids, JT, played by Brandon Call, Alicia, played by Christine Lakin, and Brendan, played by Josh Byrne. During a Jamaican holiday, he runs into Carol, Suzanne Summers, coming off Three's Company and She's the Sheriff, a divorced beautician, also with three kids, Dana, Stacy Keenan, Karen, Angela Watson, and Mark, Christopher Castile. Frank and Carol get a quickie wedding during their vacation and tell the kids about it when they get back. Hmm, this sounds familiar. The wife is even named Carol. They even get their own cousin Oliver. Lily, Laura and Christina Meyerling, later Emily May Young, is born in 1995, growing to age five in two seasons. Sitcom rule, kids are dead weight until they can wisecrack. Carol's mom, Ivy, Peggy Ray, and sister, Patrika Darbo, work in her beauty shop, conveniently in a corner of their home. Sasha Mitchell plays Cody, Frank's nephew who lives in a van in their driveway. Jason Marsden plays JT's buddy, and Alexandra Aidy, his girlfriend. Bronson Pinchot is brought in during season six as Carol's business partner. He disappears when the series Mego comes up for him. We covered Brandon Call on episode 141 for The Charmings, Josh Byrne on episode 173 for The Family Man, Suzanne Summers on episode 84 for Three's Company, Stacey Keenan on episode 147 for My Two Dads, Christopher Castile on episode 172 for Going Places, and Bronson Pinchot on episode 133 for Perfect Strangers. Patrick Duffy went to college for a drama degree and managed to rupture his vocal cords, forcing him to concentrate on mime and movement for a while. He got some TV movie gigs and then his first big hit, a cult series called The Man from Atlantis, where he essentially played a merman for 17 episodes. His sister was a champion diver in real life and taught him how to do a peculiar type of swimming. Duffy came out of that into a real hit, Dallas playing Bobby Ewing. He decided to leave the series and they killed off his character. 
Offers dried up, and he found himself back on Dallas, with the bizarre idea that the entire previous season, where he died, was just a dream. He moved directly from Dallas to Step by Step, and later he returned to appear in the Dallas reboot. He's also been on The Bold and the Beautiful since 2006, and continues to do TV movies. Christine Lakin got her start in commercials, then a TV movie before Step by Step. Since then, she's done more TV, Valentine, Rita Rocks, Love and Lakin, Melissa and Joey, Hollywood Darlings, with voice work on Clarence and Family Guy. She's done some film work as well as voice work in gaming, Mass Effect, Rainbow Six, Uncharted, World of Warcraft. Lakin moved into directing on The Goldbergs. Angela Watson had a run on Davis Rules and was a beauty pageant winner. Peggy Ray had a long showbiz career. She worked as a secretary and personal assistant at MGM in the 1940s. She got a role in a touring company of a streetcar named Desire, which led to a long line of movie and TV roles. She had regular or recurring TV work on I Love Lucy, Have Gun Will Travel, where she was also the casting director, The Red Skeleton Hour, Gunsmoke, The Doris Day Show, All in the Family, The Waltons, The Dukes of Hazard, Grace Under Fire, and a ton of guest spots. Films include The Seven Faces of Dr. Lau, Cold Turkey, In Country, Made in America, Love Field, Devil in a Blue Dress. Ray passed in 2011. Patrika Darbo got her degree in drama, but worked several years as a credit manager before breaking into the biz. Her films include The Burbs, Gremlins 2 and The Line of Fire, Babe doing voice work, Speed 2, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Charlie Wilson's War, with regular or recurring TV roles on Growing Pains, Misbehave, The Bay, The Bold and the Beautiful, Indoor Boys, Aunt Sissy, The Young and the Restless, and Days of Our Lives, with dozens of TV guest spots. She won an Emmy for a short-form series called Acting Dead. Sasha Mitchell started work as a model before getting a gig on Dallas as JR's legitimate son, so he played Duffy's nephew twice. He also had a run on ER, along with films Death Before Dishonor and the Kickboxer franchise. Jason Marsden's parents were a fashion model and a ballet dancer. Jason got his start playing AJ on General Hospital. Other TV work, The Munsters Today as Eddie, Erie, Indiana, Almost Home, Tom, Full House, Boy Meets World, Space Guys in Space, with films Robot Jocks and Mr. Saturday Night. But Jason is far better known for his voice work on TV's (gasps) Adventures of the Gummy Bears, Peter Pan and the Pirates as the lead, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Schnookums and Meet Funny Cartoon Show, Extreme Ghostbusters, Superman the Animated Series, The Legend of Tarzan, House of Mouse, The Weekenders, Static Shock, Justice League, Zeolan Showdown, Witch, Zyber 9, New Dawn, Lunatics Unleashed, Kim Possible, The Batman, Codename Kids Next Door, The Replacements, Batman the Brave and the Bold, G.I. Joe Renegades, The Fairly Odd Parents, Sword of the Atom, Generator Rex, TV Nation's Farm League, The Garfield Show, Mad, The Legend of Korra, and Young Justice as Impulse, with films Hocus Pocus, A Goofy Movie as Max, Tarzan, Spirited Away, Monsters University, and The Secret Life of Pets with video games 
Lion King 2, the Batman franchise, the Garfield franchise, playing Max Goof in the Disney franchise, Fallout, Baldur's Gate, Star Wars, TAC, StarCraft, Final Fantasy, and he was also the main announcer for Toon Disney in the mid-2000s. Alexandra Addy has appeared in films Copland, Jawbreaker, and American Pie. As I noted before, Step by Step was not as much created as it was assembled. Lorimar had a contractual obligation to give Patrick Duffy a new series post-Dallas. The producers had the idea to bring together two huge TV stars of the 70s, Duffy and Summers, to appeal to adults, while bringing in three teen actors with an impressive pedigree, Keenan, Call, and Mitchell, to appeal to children and teens. Castile was hired to play a geeky character, kind of a white Urkel. Castile and Keenan had already co-starred in The Family Man, another Miller-Boyett joint. Step by Step was not a massive hit, never reaching into the top 30 for the ratings, but it did well enough to keep going for six seasons on ABC. But ratings declined over time, which was not helped when ABC temporarily shelved it in favor of two new shows, Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Clueless, returning step by step the next spring. Unfortunately, people had forgotten it by then, and ABC pulled the plug. And it just happened that Miller Boyett had signed a deal with CBS, who wanted to make their own Friday night sitcom block, which they called CBS Block Party. Both Step by Step and Family Matters moved over to the eye, where they both quickly died off, with the former ending after seven seasons. The series never got a finale, with plans of Frank and Carol considering selling the house, while Dana made plans to hold her wedding there, neither ever reaching their conclusions. Step by Step moved into syndication, moving from ABC slash Fox Family to Hub Network and Hulu, and finally to HBO Max, where it streams today. There's never been a complete series DVD set, although each season came out individually under Warner's Manufacturer on Demand service. I watched an episode on HBO Max. You can spot a Miller Boyett show from a mile away, starting with the opening theme, Aspirational, with the family at an amusement park. The laugh track is laid on very thick. Dana's going off to college and isn't happy she's forced to go to a local school. JT gets his own credit card and goes nuts. There's a gross joke about zits, along with a Simpsons reference. Don't have a cow. It's all very silly. People say God looks out for the working man. Sure hope he's looking out for me. These empty pockets need a helping hand. Kitchen tables full of family. The Torkelsons, a.k.a. Almost Home, premiered on NBC on September 21, 1991, at 8.30 p.m. A dramedy about a struggling working-class family in Oklahoma, told from the perspective of daughter Dorothy Jane, Olivia Burnett. She was greatly embarrassed by her family. Mother Millicent, Connie Ray, is invariably upbeat. Athletic brother Stephen, Aaron Michael Mechick, Musical sister Ruth Ann, Anna Slotke, nerdy brother Chucky Lee, Lee Norris, and youngest sister Mary Sue, Rachel Duncan. There's a boarder living in the basement played by sitcom legend William Shallert, going all the way back to episode 32 for The Patty Duke Show. 
Dorothy pursues a new neighbor, played by Michael Landis, while ignoring a boy wooing her, played by Paige Gosney. After a lackluster first season, there was a major retooling with a new name, Almost Home. Millicent moves the family to Seattle for a nanny job, working for a single dad, played by Perry King. Stephen and Ruth Ann disappeared, while the remaining kids had to deal with Millicent's charges, played by Brittany Murphy, episode 181 for Drexel's class, and Jason Marsden, just covered for Step by Step. Olivia Burnett had already appeared in the film Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and did guest TV work until 2008, when she got a recurring role as a homeless woman on Sons of Anarchy. Connie Ray went on to Heavens to Betsy, The Big C, and a lot of TV guest roles, along with films Space Jam, My Fellow Americans, Hope Floats, Stuart Little, About Schmidt, but is better known as a playwright. Smoke on the Mountain, Sanders' Family Christmas, and Mountain Homecoming, appearing in all three. Aaron Michael Metchik would go on to Wild Palms, the film The Babysitter's Club, and voice work in Disney's Hercules. Anna Slotsky would later have a recurring role on Sister, Sister, as well as a gig in the Home Alone films. Today, she's a public defender in L.A. Lee Norris would go on to Boy Meets World and the 2010 sequel Girl Meets World, along with the role of Mouth on One Tree Hill. He also appeared in Gone Girl. Rachel Duncan would later appear in the film What Women Want. Michael Landis had already completed runs on The Wonder Years and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air prior to the Torkelsons. He moved on to play Jimmy Olsen in the first season of Lois and Clark, as well as New York Days, Union Square, Special Unit 2, Love Soup, The Wedding Bells, Material Girl, Save Me, Hootin' and the Lady, You Were Wanted, Silent Witness, and Cruel Summer. Paige Gosney went on to voice work on the Back to the Future TV series and a 1990s Pink Panther series. Perry King was born in Alliance, Ohio, and his ancestor was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Perry appeared in films Slaughterhouse-Five, The Lords of Flatbush, The Choir Boys, Switch, Jimmy Smith's, and The Day After Tomorrow, and was a regular or recurred on Captains and the Kings, Star Wars the Original Radio Drama, The Quest, Riptide, his best-known role as Cody, The Trouble with Larry, Melrose Place, Titans, and Spin City. He's also had a Broadway run in A Few Good Men. As noted, the Torkelsons didn't do well in the ratings, but was promising enough to do a retooling as Almost Home. When the premise changed, the show also went from film to video, in line with a more conventional family sitcom. Millicent's character would talk to the man in the moon about her issues from her bedroom in both versions. The original title came from a childhood memory of the show's creator, a boy that provided her first kiss. Found an episode on YouTube. The Torkelson's theme is sung by the Judds, while Almost Home will seem familiar to fans of Miller Boyett. This matches the opening shots for Almost Home, which would be a perfect fit on TGIF. Dorothy Jane tries to set up her mom with the hunky new pastor. There's a lot of tinkly music. All the characters are very quippy and quirky. There's a strange reflected shot at the end, which is heavily composed. Looks like a graduation photo. (laughs) 
more of 1991 sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm finding this episode in the archive. Tune in next time. <laughs>